Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is PJ, and I'm sitting across from PK. How you We're doing? back again. How you doing, brother? Hey, listen, it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah, and we're on the Diversity on a Hill podcast, by the way, just in case you didn't know what you were listening to, but I'm sure you are because you clicked on it. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. you can reach out to us at diversityonahill at gmail.com, diversity with the C, as you can see in the name. Or Instagram, diversity on a hill. That's right. So you have multiple ways to connect with us. And today is the day after Thanksgiving. I know. How was it? And did you guys have a lot of food? Huh? Uh, was it good? Too much food. Leftovers today. Hey, can you guys let us know how it went? Because we're in the past once again. <laughs> and you're in the future, the day after Thanksgiving. Are you shopping? Oh, no. I Black wonder, Friday. I don't think so. Maybe they're waiting in line. No. Wouldn't it be cool if they were waiting in line listening to our podcast? That would be awesome. But I don't believe that's going to be the case this year. Because of the old COVID thingy? Yep. COVID-19 is not going to let us be able to enjoy Black Friday like we have. <laughs> yep. I think the do, one do, you're do looking you have that for button? is this one. I uh, know. But hey, that's not what we're here to do today. We're here nope. to have a, a podcast and we want to be happy and thankful. Yes, This is going to be our thankful episode. I love it. Yeah. So got lots to be thankful for, even in the horrible 2020. Listen, why? Oh, let me not say horrible. Okay, horrible is a right. You brought us right back down. I'm saying like, how are we? We're going to be thankful. And then he goes, thankful even in the horrible 20. All right, challenging 2020. Come on. But we've made it. Come on, Eeyore, be happy. We we have made it. And that is something to be thankful for. It is that we made it this far. I mean, this is our 17th episode, dude. Wow. That's something to be thankful for. Yes. To be able to be able to keep doing this and uh, having the means to do it. We've been healthy enough to do it. Yes. I mean, this is just a God thing. Up until this point, we have not missed a week either. We haven't. That's pretty amazing. I didn't. That is amazing. I'll be honest. I'm not, I wasn't sure we could do this on a <laughs> weekly basis and not miss a week. I know. Isn't that something? But no, God has but, been good to us. So that's. But you guys keep us going. Yes, you the do. The listeners keep us going. You are why we do what we do. Oh, yes. And we like talking to each other. Yes, we do. That's the first thing I say. You know what? Curse you. I'm thankful that I get to do this podcast with you and talk with you. And same here, my brother. It's you know, a- it's it's been great being able to get to know each other even more and grow closer to one another in this process. I think it's fantastic. So thank you for the opportunity. So what we're just going to do, we're just going to have fun today. We're just going to mention some things we're thankful about. Maybe maybe share some memories of, of, of things we're thankful about. Yes. And so I'm going to start off by asking you a question. Go away. Curcio. Uh, not go away. <laughs> go ahead. Really? You go away? <laughs> no, Man. I meant to say go right ahead and I said go Some anyways. might say that was a Freudian slip. Oh. <laughs> he just wants me to leave. No. Did you hear that, everyone? Everyone heard it. <laughs> go ahead. What's the question? Give me a give me a Thanksgiving memory. I want I want to know something a good Thanksgiving or maybe a Thanksgiving tradition that's that's fun or something that you do. I'd I'd like to to hear a little bit about that. Do you have anything anything on your mind? Yeah, yeah. I have um a Thanksgiving tradition. So 
We normally get together with my side of the family uh, mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving, and we would normally do that every year. And the neat thing about that time together is my grandmother uh, makes uh, empanadas, empanadillas. Like mm-hmm. we call this. Now, I know you would know what that oh, is. There's delicious. some people who aren't going to know what it is. Mar- well, t- explain to us. What is that? Uh, you know, I wouldn't know how to really explain it. It's fried dough with something in the middle. Okay, there you go. beautifully delicious. Thank you for helping me out. Because first off, it's fried dough. <laughs> Yummy. Always and then delicious. usually it's either uh, cheese or some kind of meat. Correct. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. So she would she would take the uh, morning star meats Ooh. and she would mix them. Ooh. Mix the morning star meats. Yes, she would. So what morning star meats are we talking about here? I need I need to get visualize this All really right. well. Is she, this a breakfast patty? Yes, breakfast patties, uh-huh. the sausage links, oh. and the stripples. So she would make a breakfast empanadilla. Yo, it is <gasps> amazing. Delicious. And then she adds like the sofrito that goes with it Ooh. to give it flavor. Oh, look, I don't know the recipe, but it is amazing. Well, here's the thing. Here's what's funny to me is that those empanadillas, like the the meat, the Morningstar meat doesn't need seasoning. Right. Like to me, grillers need seasoning. Okay. That's just me personally. I season them. But like Morningstar, they're a little bit, they have Black flavor. peppery, they have flavor. So do the right. sausage, and so does the stripples. But she, but but here's the thing about Spanish people, and I do this. All right, <laughs> no matter what you're making, you are going to season it even more. That is correct. Even if it's seasoned, listen. That's I, what you just said is beautiful to me. I am guilty of that. Like I, <laughs> I need strong flavors with yeah. with mine and with my food. And and the the thing is, she makes it, and it is so nice. I mean, my my grandma's in her 80s now. Mm. And to watch her still make that like fills my heart with so much love and appreciation for her. And the fact that we get to sit down and help her because it's not even like like before she do it all by herself and mm-hmm. she would make like a slew of these things. Well, she has to yeah. like like she's not making 10 or 15. She's making like 50. Mm-hmm. And, and the point is, you know, she just she just does it and you see it every year and it's just like, wow. And now we help her, you know, closing them off and sometimes mm-hmm. filling them and. And we're learning from her on how to make it to keep the tradition going. And I really appreciated that from from my grandma. And I still do, you know, and I look forward to to having them. I won't be able to this year, you know, but. Well, well why not? COVID-19, man. Oh. <laughs> so oh. we can't we can't travel. Uh, so anyhow, hmm. it, I'm going to miss it. Yeah, we can't um, travel. But I. Uh, <laughs> well, we can't travel. Well, we're not supposed to. <laughs> anyhow. Because <laughs> I'm. Travel. Anyways, no, no, go ahead. No, no. Anyway, the, the, the point is, I'm very thankful. That's one of those memories that are just, you know, fantastic. And also, my aunt, she makes these um, uh, homemade meatballs that are just wonderful. They are meatless meatballs. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I don't eat meat. Obviously, I do. But um, why would you say obviously I do? That's not obvious. Because I mean, we I, have mentioned it. Because in the past, if you heard that you exactly. are a heathen and that you eat meat, <laughs> I'm a pagan. <laughs> Anyhow, so the idea is, be, I said obviously because if you've heard another episode, you heard that I do eat meat, right? So that's that's kind of how. But to reference something we did last week, it's okay that you're a pagan. I'm going to treat you as <laughs> Jesus treated the pagans. Why? Thank you. See, yeah, this is why I love doing love and compassion, and we're still we can still be friends. This is why I enjoy <laughs> us recording this podcast together uh-huh, because uh-huh. truly. It is evident that we are trying to be Christ. So anyhow, uh, also my my aunt's um, meatless meatballs mm-hmm. are great. 
Uh, so I also enjoy that. But she makes those on her own. She has the recipe and everything, and she makes it happen. But anyhow, so that's a, a great memory for me. Um, after you share yours, I got another one that I can share that is going to uh, drive you bonkers because of a previous conversation we had in another one of our episodes. So go ahead. What is one memory you have? Well, obviously, being Hispanic and Thanksgiving, it, it our life revolves around, at least for our mothers, it seems to revolve or the ladies in our life, it seems to revolve around the kitchen yes. a lot. And so there's a lot of memories with food, but I'm going to try to step out of that a little bit. One of my kind of favorite memories is all, it's always family time. I love it because it's, it's family time. You yeah. go eat. We, I remember going to my cousin's house as a kid. Some of my favorite memories is going to my cousin's house because all the family would get together. It was everyone running all over the place. Mm-hmm. And as we said, at one point, we wouldn't eat till, you know, six, seven, eight o'clock at night. Right. Um, that was just Thanksgiving time for us. But my, I, just, I just have great memories of going to my cousin's house. We would always play football. Yep. Kind of around midday. Tradition. Yeah, I'd play football. We'd go in and we'd start watching football. Yep. And then <laughs> one well. of my real, then, yeah, I don't know, early teenager years, seventh, eighth grade, I don't know, we'd play Madden football um, on the Super Nintendo. Look at so that. that was like it, really a, a lot of football here, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> but that, yeah, we'd watch it, we'd play it, and it's just a lot of fun. I have so many, I have vivid memories of sitting in front of their TV playing, playing Madden football on the Super Nintendo. And then afterwards, eating just everyone's food because everyone's family, there was like three or four different families all bringing their food together and it was just mm. an amazing potluck yeah that's just kind of that's just kind of what flows through my brain is kind of those days at my uncle's house when i think of thanksgiving and then as i got older and i married into a caucasian family it it looks different yeah right the food is different it's it's interesting The, the the food looks different there's no rice at a caucasian Correct. Thanksgiving. That was really weird for me. Yeah, to not have rice, and so <laughs> it's different. Yeah, sure. and so that's very interesting to me is seeing the the two different ones. And and I love my wife's family. That they're fun to hang out with, and the kind of Thanksgiving they do. And they what they do is they get one big huge table. Like nice. my father in law has made has like designed a special table, and made it extra long so that everyone can fit in. It's this huge awesome. thing that we have to carry in, and it's. <laughs> Everyone, as opposed to when I was growing up, there wasn't enough room at one table, so everyone ate everywhere. Right. But it was more like a progressive party. <coughs> yeah. No, it sounds like heaven. It, I mean, it's awesome. But it's also interesting that I get to see these two different kind of cultures of Thanksgiving. Right. You married into a Hispanic family, so I did. you don't really get to see that, huh? Nope. I mean, we've had Thanksgiving with other families that are not Hispanic and yeah, but it's kind of different because it's not, it's not like traditional. I mean, tradition in a way. So you don't get to see it over and over again. That's Correct. more of like, this is a weird anomaly. Right. As opposed to, I have two different feeling Thanksgivings. Correct. I have my Hispanic one and then Hispanic, I have yeah. the Caucasian one, but they're Correct. both tradition and they both have wonderful feelings to them. Right. No, 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 that's not what I have, but I am going to drive you crazy with this experience okay. of one of our latest thanksgiving ex uh escapades with my family so my family is from new england like i shared before Uh oh i think i know where this is going already (laughs) well here we go so the idea is they wanted obviously we watch football Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. um 
this particular year, uh, my sister went and got jerseys for everybody. And she's just <laughs> she's just fantastic like that. And, and what um, jersey was this? Oh, you you know where I'm going now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So she got Patriots jerseys <sighs> for the entire family. Everyone. Mm. <laughs> so swallow, swallow deep uh take a deep breath. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, take uh, <laughs> uh so get ready for this one. Yeah, uh-huh. So they wanted to take a family photo. You did not. With everyone wearing their Patriots jersey. Oh. And yeah. they got me one. Uh, and you wore it. And I wore it for the picture. Are you a Patriots fan? I am not. What jersey did you have on, by the way? Do you know what player? I had uh, I had Julian. Julian Edelman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't Tom so, Brady. No, but, it wasn't yeah. going to be Tom Brady. But Edelman's no, pretty no, no, bad, no, no. too. But uh, Yeah, well... You know, so the deal was I had my Giants jersey Uh and I was wearing that. My sister was wearing her Cowboys jersey and my the rest of my family all had their Patriots garb on. But then you took yours off just put on another jersey just for the picture, just because I wanted it's a family moment, you know. So to me, it's just here's the thing is it's it's a family, but you could still be diverse. Yeah, we can. We can. But you weren't. No, here you this is this is doubly (laughs) cringy for me, by the way, doubly cringy. I knew I was going to get you riled up with this. (laughs) First off, I can't believe you wore a a New England jersey. Okay, can't like I'm a Dolphins fan. Right. So I, I don't like them at all. Uh, second of all, <laughs> you should see him. Here's, all here's the double here. cringy. Like you wore something and you all matched. I can't. St- and I'm sorry to those families who do this. It's very wonderful and good for you. Um, <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I cringe at matching family photos. Okay. Like, Why I, is that? Oh, I don't know. There's something about it. I just don't like, I don't like it. <laughs> Like, it's so cheesy to me when everyone's wearing the jeans and the white shirt. You know, that's yeah, the big yeah, one. Like, yeah, the yeah. white shirt and the jeans. That's a huge one. Uh-huh, or uh-huh. back in the day, it was the jean shirts and the khaki pants. Well, you know, in Tennessee, they do the hell flannel thing. You know, like, they have the flannel shirts and they wear those. Yeah. With the jeans and they match. I mean, whatever. if they're different colored flannels, it's a little more palatable. <laughs> But only a little more palatable. No, no, the flannel shirts are the same color. Oh, that's like, terrible. Like, the red oh, yeah. and... Oh, the, yeah. red and yeah. the red and black ones. Yeah, oh, those, red and black. That, that's terrible. Blue, this, yeah. Like, I don't mind the shirt, but when they're all wearing it and they're all matching, <laughs> and I there is something that rubs me the wrong way when it comes to matching family photos. Well, anyhow, we did that whole so shebang. doubly... Doubly whammy cring, for you. Cringy, yeah, yes. cringing. All right, cringeworthy for you. But anyhow, the point is... That was one memory that was, I struggled with it. I really did. I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And they're like, come on, please. You know, so so I was like, all right, I'm going to take one for the family team. And I, I took the picture. But then I immediately took the jersey off and I put my Giants jersey back on. But the point is. But we have no photo evidence of that. All we have photo evidence of is that you wore a New England <laughs> jersey. No, no, there's photos of me with my Giants yeah, uh, yeah. jersey on too. They got you. They did. They did. But the things we do for family, you got to be, that's one thing I'm thankful for. You know, we're talking about things we're thankful for. I'm thankful for my family. Yes. Um, my immediate family, of course, would not do this to me uh, because my wife doesn't really care for sports. And my daughter, they they did indoctrinate my oldest daughter into the whole New England frenzy. Mm-hmm. But my youngest daughter, she has her own mind. Uh, well, not my oldest one does too, but I'm saying my youngest one was like, I'm not going to buy into that. And she's a, hardcore 
uh, Atlanta Falcons fan. Okay. Yeah, so it's very interesting. Um, but anyhow, the point is, I'm grateful for all of my family, even the ones that I do not agree with, that I'm treating with love the way that God would, because this is what we're encouraging us to do here on the Diversity on Hill podcast. Yeah, and I'm thankful that I, I my family does not make me wear something I don't want to wear. <laughs> Well, they didn't make me. They they asked me to, uh, and they, they were like, "Please did. come on," you know. They kind of did. So so you know, my sister took her Cowboys jersey off and put a a Patriots one on too. So it was just for the sake of unanimity. And yes, yeah, for matchy, matchy <laughs> cringiness. I need to see this photo because I it's gonna make me laugh. Oh, I probably will. And cringe on another on another level. Yeah. So. Yeah, so let's get into let's get into this, this now. What are I want to go into the list of things we're thankful for? Sure. What are some things you are thankful for, Curcio? Give me give me one thing you're thankful for. So we already said we're thankful that we get to this podcast together. We already talked about family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful that I've been healthy so far this year. Nice. You know, I'm I'm starting to have a, a newfound appreciation for health, mm-hmm. um, in the sense that. I I can see you can have all the money in the world. Mm. You don't have health. You got nothing. Mm. And watching how some of these uh, big name people that have money and lost their lives. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's just like this pandemic has really made me appreciate health that much more. Yeah, we, we should appreciate health. I'm, I'm always thankful for a, a healthy body. And yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. A little generic, but that's okay. It's yeah, good. yeah. I, I figured we start generic, and I know we're going right, to right. start. Uh, I, I was thinking of starting oh differently. All right, go ahead. Going more, it's just random. All right. Like, you're thankful for Tua Tungvaloa because yeah, the yeah, Dolphins are I actually relevant? Yeah, I am thankful for him. I'm, I'm thankful <laughs> they're winning. Yeah. No. Um, no, let's sorry, see. No. Here's a fun one. I'm thankful for donuts. Ooh, let me tell you about that. Yeah, tell, you're going to tell me about it? Tell me. No, I'm going <laughs> to tell you that I went and I tried a new donut. Okay, where was it? From this? a new... Uh, Duck Donuts in What'd Tennessee. It's pretty good. You know, when it's fresh off, fresh out of the fryer. Yeah, because they make them fresh there. Right, right, right. So that was that was pretty interesting experience for me. Yeah, Duck Donuts is is okay. Yeah. yeah. They're right. they're they're a decent donut. Anyhow, tell this. I know you're a donut connoisseur, yeah. so please tell me tell me and more about since I'm a donut connoisseur, I just need to be thankful about them. Okay. Um, but here's here's the good thing about being a donut connoisseur or someone might else might say a donut snob. Okay is that regular donuts don't tempt me anymore. And that's good. So like Krispy Kreme. That's not a regular donut. Yeah, totally regular donut. They're, what? They're te- Krispy Kreme is terrible. What? what? Oh, how could you say such even, a thing? Even, even the fresh ones. The fresh ones are palatable, but they're no good. Palatable? Palatable. Oh, you are so horrible right now. So Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> no good. Krispy oh, well, Kreme, no good. Krispy Kreme, come on, dude. No, it's... It, and I, here's the thing is I used to love Krispy Kreme. Okay. I would, if, if you would drive by Krispy Kreme and the hot sign was on, yeah. I told, I would tell people, no, it's mandatory to go in and get one of those donuts because oh, they're wow. so good and they melt in your mouth. Yeah. But as I started to develop a, a palate for actual real donuts. So those are fake? Kind of. Yeah. Oh, they, okay. they, to me, okay. they taste a little fake and processed. They, they taste, I don't know. There's something about them now. Yeah. That I don't, I don't like them anymore. Wow. I mean, if someone okay. has one and I'll eat one, I'll be like, okay, whatever. I mean, it's obviously sugar, it's a, it's so it's donut. not like it's terrible. Right. But compared to real donuts, they're terrible. Wow. 
And so I have I have this tiered system of donuts. Okay, tell me about this tier. Yeah, so there's there's three or four tiers. I don't know if there's a, a fourth tier. I got three tiers. Okay. Tier tier one's the best. Okay. Right? And that Ooh. is reserved for the best of the best donuts. Okay, where where would you... Give me one place that you're like, best of the best donuts. Okay, so the best donuts that I've had is the donut plant in New York City. Okay, I've never been. So. Uh, it's, it's amazing, best donuts. Okay. Uh, the best... L- relatively local donut place um, is in Atlanta called Revolution Donuts. Okay. They're a tier one. Okay. Um, now, 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 all right, you gave us two. Mm-hmm. What makes that tier one? Like, what, what, what is it that makes those two places tier one? Okay, so the quality of the ingredients. Okay. I like, I also like unique flavors. Okay. So someone that offers unique flavors and, and, and new things. The one in New York makes the best cake donuts I've ever had in my life. They're moist. They they inject it with stuff. And the flavors are just so, so good. Okay. The, the flavor, and it does, it, it, it tastes fresh, even though it's a fried donut. <laughs> it tastes fresh. There's something about them that's, okay. that's beautiful. Right? All right. Yeah. And Krispy Kreme and, and Dunkin' are just like, those are tier three. There's at the bottom... Only if you're starving. Generic donut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like prepackaged. So here's the thing. People think since I'm a donut connoisseur, I love all kinds of donuts. Right. That's what I assumed. No. I'm not going to. I will pick something over a Dunkin' Donut. And this is why we don't assume. Go ahead. Exactly. That's why we don't assume. (laughs) Now, tier two donuts are pretty good, too. There's there's a few good tier tier two donuts. Okay. Would Duck Donuts fall in tier two? They're at the bottom of of tier two. Okay. Bottom of tier two. How about a tasty donut? That's another one. I'm using only Tennessee ones because those are the ones I'm familiar with. Bottom of tier two. Really? Yeah. Tasty? Yeah. I mean, they're they're tasty, but they're not great. Okay. I'm just... I'm just saying. Okay. Anyways, so, I'm thankful for donuts. All right. Well, as what, you can tell, I've put way too much thought into the donut game. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, look, if that's what you like, then then that's all well and good. That's a, that's fair game. Um. So, okay, then give me a a, a regular tier two then, because you said lower tier two were the two that I shared. So you obviously have a regular tier two. Uh, Sublime Donuts in Atlanta. Okay. Is a regular tier two. Man, you. You gotta like drive to Atlanta. So if you want these kind of donuts, you gotta like. So when I'm traveling it. through, I will I will stop at one of those places. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Okay. Because I was saying, when when do you get to 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 meet that, enjoy that delicacy? Because you know you live quite a ways from. Atlanta. And that's something that I told you I'm thankful about the the fact that I like quality donuts. Mm. I'm thankful because then I don't overeat donuts, right? I stay away from the bad ones. Store bought donuts. That's tier four. <laughs> there is a there tier is four. A tier four. Yeah, live right, right here. Yeah, those store-bought <laughs> prepackaged donuts, that's tier four. That's that's yeah. just like, don't even bother. No, don't okay. even bother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Don't say that to all the people who love Little Debbie's. Next, what are you thankful for? <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. Oh, man. All right, something else that I'm thankful for uh, like that. Um, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be yeah, like yeah. that. I just you know, did something random and dumb. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I I would have to say I'm, I'm thankful for sports. Okay. I'm thankful for sports because sports is like my outlet, mm-hmm. right? And um, it, it helps to just lower my stress levels like if if i'm watching sports or i'm playing sports or even if it's fantasy sports like all of that stuff it just helps give me an outlet for a lot of the stress um that that i experience Mm -hmm. 
and I and I really enjoy it. It it was also something that that I used to keep me from from uh I don't want to say doing bad things, but it kept me from trouble. Yeah, you uh, sports did. Yeah. I did because um I I as I was growing up, I considered myself an athlete. And um, because of that, there were a lot of things I didn't do. Like I never smoked anything because I didn't want to harm my body. I wanted to perform at the highest level all the time. I never got drunk because I was like, hey, I, I want to be in control. Mm. And I feel like I don't want to surrender control to to liquid courage, like some people call it. Right. And um, I never did any drugs because, again, I didn't want to harm my body. Um, so these were a lot of things that I I I chose to do. Uh, or not to do because of sports and mm. and what I consider myself to be. So I'm grateful for 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 sports, man. And and when we went through this stint in the summer where we didn't have any sports mm. um, because of the pandemic, man, it, it was rough. I was like, oh my word, I got nothing. <laughs> you know, and he doesn't literally mean nothing. No, so no, I meant you, an outlet. I meant family. outlet wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I meant like like sports wise <laughs> in this specific thank you so much for clarifying yeah, yeah. I, I know your wife moment. might listen yeah. to this and i don't want her to be like you know <laughs> no she does listen to this and i have to make sure honey i uh, have you and first you're, valentine's you're all, you know, day but, then uh, now sports this, and nothing you know? <laughs> come on <laughs> no no she's she's my everything i love that woman um but but my point is when it came to outlet sports you know that's one thing that she is not she's my everything but she's not a sport so uh with that thought process i really miss sports and i'm really thankful for them. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to shift this a little bit since we have talked you have talked about 2020 being a difficult year. Yeah. What is something about this year that you can be thankful about? I'm glad you asked cuz I that was my next one after I was going to let you share, but sure. I got since to you, you first. Already, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I am grateful for 2020 because I've grown as it pertains to your belly has grown a little yeah, bit because sure of has, you know, not being yeah, able yeah. to get as much. <laughs> it has not. Quarantine it's, 15 is no, real. He, he is did real not. People. I'm just messing with uh, you. But no, you're good. So, so the idea is I'm grateful that I've been able to expand. Uh, I've grown in, in my abilities, uh, work related abilities. Mm-hmm. So what am I talking about? Um, I started a podcast, my own podcast when we did the motivation podcast, uh, which is going to be up and coming hopefully soon. We're going to get that ramped up again. And I learned how to record and and edit podcasts. And and um, I learned about the instruments and how to do it. I learned about the computer programming to be able to to edit the podcast and stuff like that. So I've, I learned a new skill mm. during the pandemic. Nice. Um, and I also uh, tinkered a little bit with video editing and stuff like that. So there's some things that I was, that were just foreign to me, you know, and I learned about microphones. I learned about, um, recording devices and it's just so much out there. And I'm grateful that the pandemic, what it did is it encouraged me and pushed me into a realm, uh, that I was unaware of. Like I, I knew it existed, but I didn't know anything about it. And I was able to learn a whole lot uh, during the pandemic. And, um, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for God giving me this opportunity and being able to, to, to grow as a person. All right. How about you? So 2020, uh, a couple things. I, I also appreciate the fact that you learned something because it helped (laughs) me when I wanted to start a podcast and it has been an amazing thing to be able to do this podcast. For sure. But some of the things that led to the podcast were difficult times. Yes. 
and sometimes difficult times push us to have difficult conversations. Very good point. Um, and, and point us in a direction to hopefully improve ourselves. Yes. And that's really the whole point of why I wanted to start this was to start to have difficult conversations to talk about things that we're going through now mm-hmm. to improve ourselves, right. to make ourselves better, but more importantly, to point people to the gospel. Right. That's right. Something else, uh, I was just piggybacking on yours, off of yours, but something else that 2020 was good for, it actually gave me a sabbatical of sorts. Really? Interesting. Yeah, because, well, I'm a summer camp director, mm-hmm. so we weren't able to have summer camp. Oh, that hurt and, a lot of kids. Oh, it hurt, a lot a, it hurt a lot of kids. It hurt, hurt me a lot. Mm-hmm. But it also gave a, a, a chance to have a, a sabbatical of sorts. Now, it wasn't a true sabbatical in the fact that I didn't do any work. I did still did work, but there, was, there wasn't coming into the office. There wasn't, like, summer camp is 24-7. Yes. I mean, there's, there's no rest no. there. Um, so there was, I was able to get some sleep this summer, but also there was a lot more time with my family. Nice. Um, which I felt was was really good, especially after my first summer at summer camp. There was still learning on how to balance family time and work and, and camp, and, and our kids felt that in a way. Mm-hmm. This summer was basically dedicated, I mean, to the family being together. Yeah. Right? And awesome. so I, I felt in a way that it opened up those doors. It gave us room to breathe as a, as a family because mm-hmm. we were – at home together and we didn't have options. So we were at home together. And for some people that might drive them crazy, but for me and my family, I felt like it was awesome. Nice. And so that's something I was thankful for 2020 for those two things. It gave me a time to, to spend some, some time with the family. Mm-hmm. Obviously I wish it was in a more, a, a less um, dangerous, <laughs> I guess way or less, you know, right. uh, obtrusive way to, to society as a whole, but it definitely gave me time to, to stop, think, spend time with family. And also, you know, like I said, it encouraged me to, to branch off into some new areas as well. Lovely. So here's a question. What's one thing in 2020 you're thankful about God Mm. that you might've learned about him or, or them? right? Because it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But the idea is, what was something about God that you're like, I'm thankful for that? Interesting question. Because I don't feel like I learned specifically anything about God that I wouldn't have outside of 2020. Okay. I do think that 2020 helped me to look into how God feels about us during difficult times, I guess. Okay. More more along the lines of once again this this these conversations that this has led me to to want to have right. via this this podcast and it just I guess reminds me or, or made a clear picture of how much God is still trying to reach out to us. Mhm even when we are terrible to him, mm-hmm. you know, all these terrible times where we're treating each other terrible, whether it become race relations or political environment, mm-hmm. or even when it comes to the pandemic and masks and no masks and all these kind of divisions that we have and the way we treat each other, you know, reminds me of the way we, we really treat God mm-hmm. and how oftentimes he's looking out for our best or he just wants to 
talk to us or just wants us to have a relationship with him and how much we push him away. Yeah. Um, it just kind of clarified in my mind, you know, of, of my, <laughs> I guess, my need of him mm-hmm. and, you know, my need to, to be better to him, you know, because he's been so, so good, good to me. And, nice. and, and this isn't, and this is a, a secondary one, but I don't think this has to do, maybe it does have to do with 2020 because 2020 has made people think about, you know, pandemics and political crises and racial tensions. And it kind of points people to the end of the end of the world mm-hmm. kind of concepts, yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, but this is also me as I get older, I, the older I get and the more that I see these things in the world. And the more I see these divisions and troubles, the more I long for heaven. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. Because I don't want to be tied to this world. And 2020 has made me a little less tied to this world, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. And some of that is as as I get older, I do start to see things clear and I, I do start to put things in perspective. As my kids get older, I realize, man, I'm getting old quick. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. You know what? Mortality hits you, but it's this beautiful promise of the Lord's return. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's 2020 has put that, help put that into a little bit of perspective of, of the, the kingdom yet to come mm. and how, how much I look forward, forward to that. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, for me, it, it kind of highlighted something that I, I knew about God, mm-hmm. but I didn't, it, it, it wasn't something that I, that I regularly thought about God when I thought about God. Right. And it's just how I want to, I want to make sure I say this correctly. It's, it's, it's like how diverse he is, Mm. Mm -hmm. like how diverse God is trying to bring this into our diversity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. I mean, if if you want to take it there, we will, but, but here's the idea. Like he is so not in a box. He doesn't operate. God doesn't operate in one way. Mm-hmm. Like there's a myriad of ways of which we do not know that God is still working. Mm-hmm. And he's in control in so many ways in every aspect of our lives. It doesn't matter if it was if it was school related, if it was work related, if it was family related, if it was illness related. Like there's so many so many layers mm-hmm. to life. In nature, with all of these hurricanes that are happening, tornadoes, I mean, like natural disasters that we're talking about here. We're talking about weather changes. We're talking about animals. We're, You know, there's so many things to life. Mm -hmm. And God cares for every bit of it Mm -hmm. and cares for every bit of it. Mm -hmm. And to think that is just like, wow. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just like... You see the seasons changing, you know, obviously right now we're in fall and and you see the colors and and you see the leaves falling, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? There's so much going on all at once. And to me, it's just like, wow, God, you pay attention to all of this. You know, he's like, even the hairs on your head. I know if, if this year you lost hairs or if your hair started changing color like like mine. Yeah, both of those. Yeah. You know, like, like for me, I, I have more gray hairs, you know, and, and, and I'm looking at that. And I'm saying, you know this. You pay attention to even this about me. And I'm not the only human. There's 7 billion plus. And all of it matters to him. 
And it just gave me a greater appreciation for, for God. It's just like, I can only imagine how you feel when you're watching what sin has done to your world. Mm. And to think that you're still there, you're still working, and your goal is to redeem and to save us mm. from this mess that this world has become because of sin just makes me love him that much more. Yeah. And it was just like, man, you know, I don't normally stop to reflect on everything that's happening that impacts me and then everything else that's happening that doesn't impact me. And he's diverse enough that that none of that escapes him. And he doesn't work just one way. Mm-hmm. He adapts to everything and everyone. And I think that's just amazing. Preach. <laughs> I'm not trying to preach, but but it was just one of those things that that just stood out to me. Like, like we know this. Like, we know this about God. We've heard it. But I actually had the opportunity to stop and, and reflect on that, especially during the summer months when, when it was just like, wow. And I'm just grateful. All right. That, that's, that's beautiful. I feel like we should stop there because that's just the, the end of this beautiful the sermon. But <laughs> well, well, I, I, want, I want you to give me something you're thankful for that's dumb like my donuts. Oh. <laughs> so I can feel so, better about myself. So wait, so sports because, wasn't dumb enough? Is that what you're saying? Uh, well, I guess it kind of was, but I mean, uh, okay, let me let me find something to appease you. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. I'm thankful for man. Yeah, yeah. You see, the thing is, Curcio is such a deep thinker and, and, and a wonderful, <laughs> no, it's not, no, that's not uh, a it. wonderful man. You no. know, I say I'm thankful for donuts, and, and, no, and, and no, he brings no. in, you know. I said sports, you know, sports is kind of frivolous, but um, I, I, I guess you're right. I guess you're uh, but, right. but I don't know, like, like something like just silly that I'm thankful for, uh, man, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta think. Oh, 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 I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm thankful for streaming services. Streaming services. Okay. That's a, that's a very 2021 because yep, of yep. COVID. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Okay. I hate commercials. Oh, no, okay. Hate is a super strong word. Um, I strongly, strongly dislike commercials sure. when it's interrupting what I'm watching. Yeah, it it ruins the flow, doesn't it? It, it ruins the flow. And I, I, don't get me wrong. There's some commercials that I enjoy that are just funny, mm-hmm. haha, whatever. But it's still it's distracting, and it and it and it takes me from that. Mo- you know, so these streaming services that do not offer commercials, Hulu. Um, you know they offer commercials. I know they do. That's what I'm saying. Like Hulu uh, and shot. You know, I'm trying to call also, them. Also, here's here's what makes me mad. So, I subscribe to the Hulu non-commercial Hulu. Okay, but there's still shows on non-commercial Hulu that give me commercials. <laughs> that's not. You good. have no idea how frustrated I was. We that's sat. We sat down with my with my my family, my kids this uh, this past Sunday night and. We like to watch seasonal cooking shows. Yeah, cool. You know, like the competition ones, like yeah, the dessert yeah. ones. My like, girls like watching uh, Sugar Rush. That's yeah. on Netflix, though. But yeah, yeah. Anyways. So there's one that we were watching. We're watching now um, the Great Baking Championship on the Food Network. Uh-huh. Right. So we're watching that, and it's the first episode, and I'm watching it, and then it goes to commercial. I'm like, what? This? 
I thought I paid for no commercials. And not only that, it was three minutes of commercials? worth of commercials. Oh. And it was like four breaks of it. <laughs> Dude. And I'm just like, this is... So, yeah, I'm thankful when the streaming service <laughs> there you go. that says it doesn't have commercials actually doesn't have commercials. Exactly. Bam. See, I knew I had a I had one that that might match your, your donuts there. So. Yeah. So, yeah, like like. OK, now. OK, I'm not going to say this on 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 air, but the, but the point is this. <laughs> <laughs> I am grateful. You have my curiosity up right now. Yeah, I'll tell you off air. But the idea is um, I am appreciative of not having commercials and be able to watch. So, so, so I, I would be one of those binge watchers. Mm. Like I would be that guy, mm-hmm. uh, who just, you know, where before I never got into series mm. because I was like, Oh, you know, I missed an episode here or there because, you know, I, and, and you, you, you can't follow the whole line of thinking of the writers or what have you. Uh, when you're missing episodes here and there, but now without commercials and having the whole series right there, like the season or whatever, it's like bam, let's do this. So uh, right, we talked about that a couple weeks ago with the the last week on and coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't have you don't have a problem a, with a that. lot of time yeah. to watch like right. binge watch, but right. but I do appreciate not having commercials and being able to to watch my content. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Cool. And I, I'm glad that you it was something that you could relate with because it was frustrating for you. That's why I called out Hulu. Like, come on, people. Why do you have two tiers? Like, come on, man. Well, I understand why they have two tiers, and I, but I'm paying extra. And you still not get to not getting, have yeah, commercials. And you still get commercials. And they're not all of them do, but certain shows do. That's what you get. Exactly. <laughs> exactly how I feel. Oh, man. But you know what? You know what? There's there's one more. One more, I got to say, I'm thankful for okay. our listeners. Oh, totally thankful for our listeners. Guys, we're so glad that you guys have, have hung in there with us throughout all these episodes. Before we throw that out there, though, I want to make sure that we cover all of our bases. Okay, cover all We bases. are thankful for all the wonderful things that everyone is thankful for. I'm thankful for my marriage, my of family, course. my kids. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, it's, uh, but the one I was going to mention one about my marriage, but I'm going to wait till Valentine's day. Ooh, to do that one. All, right, all right. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, we are thankful for all that, yes, but we, we are, are also thankful for our listeners. We thank you so much. We'd love for you to be an integral part of our, uh, of our pod, of our podcast. Yes. This journey, um, is with you, not just for you. And we want nah, you to it's understand more, that. It's more for me <laughs> with you. <laughs> no, but I'm saying this is, we want to come alongside them. That's why we right. want to listen. Uh, we want to hear from you. Diversity on the Hill at gmail.com. Uh, diversity with a C. And then you can also reach out to us at Instagram, Diversity on the Hill as well. And um, we want this to be something that we can relate with one another, that we can have these difficult conversations together. And we thank you that even though you know we're, growing through this process as well you're growing with us and we get to do this together uh, and i think that's one of the things we enjoyed most i don't want to speak for pj but i know for me being able to partner with him and being able to do this together uh, makes it all worthwhile and a lot of fun and um, we hope that uh, you continue to to, jo- to walk with us and join us on this journey yeah I- ditto you <laughs> spoke for me wonderfully and clearly and and 
this is one time where I will allow you to speak for me. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. And this but don't is, get used to it. <laughs> don't and this is me. another opportunity where you have to pray for all of us. So all right. <laughs> make it happen, PJ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are thankful because you are an awesome God. Amen. Lord, perhaps this has been a really tough year for some. And for all of us, there have been definitely some, some tough times. But through it all, we can be thankful that we have a God who loves us, who gives us grace and compassion and mercy. Yes. Lord, I am thankful that through all this, it has brought me uh, closer to wanting you to come back even sooner. Amen. So Lord, we pray that we will do everything in our lives uh, to help that happen. Lord, may we use the blessings and the thank things that we are thankful for to honor you and to glorify your name. Amen. Be with us as we go from here. May your love always cover us. And may we always be open and receptive to having a conversation with you always. and letting that change our lives. Thank you for your love and grace. And we pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Grace and peace to you all. I am PJ and I am out. PK here with thankfulness and many blessings to you next time.